What's going on? What is going on? Beautiful uh, first full week of April 2023. I think that's a declarative statement, not a question. Are you yeah, sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's why I said it. Uh, that was actually a case of me not knowing versus me just trying. Well, I guess that there was, I guess you would have to be intentional with your language and your inflection to convey. Uh, Uh, you're, uh, you're, you're asserting, uh, asserting your awareness that you want to confirm something before you, uh, re reestablish it, uh, verbally. As well, I, I think there's just one clarative statement for all of this. I'm Ron Burgundy. Or Groot, perhaps. Hmm. Perhaps. Assistential Groot. I am Groot. Well, it is the circle of life. It is the circle of life. I remember when I was a kid, they had a... Uh... God, who's the duck? You know, there's Danger Mouse, and then there's the duck. Darkwing Duck? No, the... He's a... Let me get on my Google device on the devil box here. Danger Mouse, man. I had a... Uh good time discovering danger mouse well he's uh if you see him he's uh he's uh here to save the day all right danger mouse here we go i like uh well the intro let me see if i can find I hear cats fighting outside of my house. Well, that's not just a euphemism. Count Ducula. Oh, okay. He always, he always looks like I think they 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 hit that uh, that emoji the uh, I don't know emoji with the arms, the hands up. You know. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So Count Ducula is because he's eternal a British children's animated comedy horror television series created by British studio Cosgrove Hall Films. Da -da -da -da. Uh, as a spinoff from Danger Mouse and uh, a series in which an early version of the Count Ducula character was a reoccurring villain. Uh, but it was funny and it was, I mean, it was, I don't say it was confusing as a child, but you know, you have the idea about, you know, vampires and what they do, what they don't do, what they can do, what they can't do, what their interests are, what their lusty needs are. And then Count Ducula, uh, I think was a vegetarian. So, <laughs> and that, uh, Several, I'm just, okay, I'm just, I guess, reading a thing here, but um, uh, several episodes explore the theme that each resurrection, basically, he gets re resurrected, um, you know, not Highlander-esque, but I guess. Um, yeah, but Highlander um, never died. He just got well, stabbed. Well, right, and... right, right. Um, 
Well, he would finger quotes die, but until he got his head cut off, he would re- return. He would come back to life. The the, the quickening power. Um, or whatever they called it on the show, but uh, uh, but much like all of us, the stories often revolve around Duckula's adventures in search of riches and fame. Although not like us, assisted by the castle's ability to teleport around the world. Oh, but he was right. frequently he frequently had to deal with. Uh, uh, his nemesis, Dr. Von Goosewing, uh, a vampire hunter who blindly refuses to believe the current incarnation of Ducula is harmless. And then, a, uh, much like I know we have both dealt with, an array of bizarre, often supernatural foes from zombies to mechanical werewolves. And uh, I think we've all had to deal with uh, stuff like that. I mean, although if we were, uh, if we were, uh, you know, orange people, we would have to deal with potentially, uh, you know, 30, 30 charges related to an indictment. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, he was indicated. I apologize. I apologize. He was indicated. He was indicated. And, uh, well, as T- Steve Martin famously said, some people have a way with words and other people not have way. <laughs> he is a wise man. Have you ever seen him play? Because uh, he's, you know, he's quite an accomplished Not live. Musician. No. Okay. Which is weird because i've thought about it and haven't bothered and usually if i think about seeing someone play music live i bother yeah well you saw a really phenomenal uh cover band the other week you want to you want to put them over or say anything nice about them on the show yes they uh they did well it's wow. a Pink Floyd cover band, and they're called uh, Pinkish, Pinkest Floyd. And I've seen mm-hmm. them three times now because I just couldn't wait to see the real Pink Floyd in concert. And uh, each time they got better. So I'm, I'm thinking cover bands are the future of sustaining live music for me, classic rock. Uh, there's this thing called time which is just a construct of man and uh and while it's just a construct it 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 also seems to be currently implausible to manipulate in a way that i can go back and watch these bands live so the cover bands serve that purpose and i'm uh, i'm enjoying some cover bands Right on. I was going to say that I think there are a lot of people who do think time is easily uh, uh, capable of being manipulated. I know that because I've been blamed for stuff that I've, you know, happened before I was uh, before I was born. But uh, strangely, I was thinking that was your fault. 
Yeah, yeah, usually is what I've been told. Um, speaking of things that I feel like would involve time travel, so you know, obviously the orange person's you know being indicted over a. Uh, I guess I'm just reading the the summary here on the Wikipedia, which has been you know locked up, and obviously if it was, and there's citations on these posts. Um, uh, but that uh, you know Trump wrote several checks totaling four hundred twenty thousand dollars to Michael Cohen. Checks were redisbursed. Uh, reimbursed him for the non-disclosure agreements and covering the costs for Cohen to manipulate online polls to boost Trump's status. Uh, uh, Prosecutors are also considered the uh, legality of Cohen's payments in New York, falsifying business records to cover up a crime as a classy felony. And I'm sure in his mind, he would say, eh, I can't do the, you know, the voice that comes out like Bernie Sanders. But he would think, he, when they say it's a class E felony, he would say, see, I told you it's a class E felony. Yeah, he's very um, classy. Yeah. Which seems like he potentially, as often as he's done that over, you know, 40 or 50 years or however long he's been hurting himself, patting himself on the back. But he, that's, that's happened a lot. Um uh, and generally speaking, is shocking. He's never really aggressively been charged with this before. Um, but uh, but then it came down to uh, you know it mentioned also that uh, Cohen pleaded guilty to eight criminal counts related to the payment, as well as a payment to uh, Playboy model Karen McDougal. Right. Uh, I guess in August of uh, 2018, it looks like. Oh, 2017, I apologize. Let's try to be as accurate as possible. Uh, But then I thought two things literally leaped out to me about that. Number one, Karen Dougal was, I clicked on her page. She was Playmate of the Year when I, the year I got out of high school in 1998. Uh, And the second thing that jumped out to it was, so at the time, so she would have been in her 40s to early, well, she's 52 now, so she'd been in her 40s whenever Michael Cohen paid her that money. Um, I really feel like Trump is also, that's just another red flag about his uh, uh, potentially deteriorating mental state. Because she'd have been in her 40s at the time, and he's famously fired or uh, divorced ladies returning 30. So I think maybe part of his, there's he's he's experiencing a number of problems if he's if he's you know having to pay women in their 40s for sex number one but number two isn't mcdougall mcdougall a popular name affiliated with presidential scandal like didn't the didn't wasn't bill clinton some of his people that he had to deal with mcdougall's or is that um well it depends on if they're dead or not Right, and uh, because okay, yeah, the McDougal Susan McDougal, yeah, yeah she yeah. and her uh, uh, husband who totally didn't kill himself, right, um, right, 
I mean, who totally wasn't murdered. I apologize. Well, yeah, um, I mean, it, it's an interesting wake of bodies that follow that uh, that time period in their careers. Well, people always, I mean, I think that's the thing that especially people on the right, I mean, people on the left want to act like the Clinton sung the moon and give, you know, him and especially his, you know, his, his uh, uh, still on, on, uh, on paper wife a free pass uh, for everything they did. But I think that's the other problem conservatives don't understand is that especially, you know, conserv- right-wing, mil- you know, hyper-religious conservative parents who would, you know, raise their kids in a hyper-right, you know, way about uh, biblical things. But I feel like something I hear those parents telling their kids is, uh, you know, you cycling through all the tropes about you know two wrongs don't make a right and all this and you know but that's their excuse to give donald trump a free pass is well the clintons did it or well so-and-so did this and that's you know why why are they chastising and beating their children with leather straps well uh, we covered we covered the fact that with with clinton it was satan and still satan and with trump he has been forgiven because he repented there no liberal has the ability to repent in their eyes personally you know the presidency is a uh stressful job i don't really care what they do with their nether regions i didn't care about clinton doing that Though there were certainly inappropriate situations, uh, I think he manipulated. Uh, oh God, what was her name? I was just talking about her the other day, Monica Lewinsky, and uh, you know he was a powerful man, and she was an impressionable younger person. Um, I didn't care that he found some form of stress release. I think if you look through the history of leadership in nations, uh, it's more about policy than a penis. And I didn't care that Trump did that. I personally think it's just a horrible thing to do, to be honest, to the person you have committed your life to in a ceremony that you specifically had on purpose and arranged you didn't turn a corner and end up married but uh at the same time people are people right they're going to do what they're going to do like this guy this guy i'm looking at here donates his 100th gallon of blood after 22 years of giving and normally you would think that that's very selfless but uh I left out the fact that it's Florida man donates 100th gallon of blood. So I'm assuming it wasn't his. That's pretty funny. funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's possible. It's not Um, possible. It's not well. And they just to circle back to, you know, Clinton and Trump until Trump decided to run for president. As a Republican, because as he famously said, if he ever ran for president, he's run as a Republican because they fall for anything. Um, and they do. Well, yeah. Um, 
Unfortunately, and again, not discounting. I mean, I know people who are in every other aspect of their life, reasonable, good, humble people, but for some reason they, and maybe they think they can ride out the storm, you know, I mean, I guess privately, secretly and, you know, parties and off the record, you know, there are people in the Republican Party who think they're going to outlast Trump or all this, but, you know, there's some, uh, as, as, as the enforcer Art Anderson used to say, there's some scars you can't wash off. Uh, and, and obviously, well, that, you know, that's, that's the fact they still pledge their allegiance to him and they're calling all this, a, other than they're pandering to the voters. I mean, when you see the, uh, folks running to Trump's defense, you just wonder how much of it is, you know, the kind of stuff, uh, former North Carolina representative representative Madison Cawthorn was hinting at when he, you know, went on that podcast and said his fellow Republicans had invited him to cocaine fueled orgies. And so you wonder, well, what else, what else is it just, you know, information Trump has about these people that he's blackmailing and, you know, poor old Lindsey Graham. I mean, I, you know, we've talked about him before. What besides things that are not a well-kept secret about, you know, that you're, you're shocked that, I don't know if he's, he's their, you know, kind of one of their token diversity folks, but what other situations has he been in in his life that they're holding over him, that they have evidence of? Well, what I'm, uh, that what he, I'm he interested can't stand in, up on his own two feet. In, in the fact with Lindsey Graham, that might be the only thing that could shame a Republican, whereas decent folk don't worry about such things uh, except the hypocrisy of denying themselves uh, when people deny who they are. But anyway, what is it a Republican can possibly do that would disqualify them from consideration? How could he have blackmail material on people that have no standard. Well, they, you know, again, it gets back. Well, and, and that's 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 the thing that I worry about. Like, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I guess I definitely would. Well, certainly at this point in my life, consider myself a former Republican from earlier in my life. But I think I feel like when I was younger, and I identified as a Republican, and we had stand in my mind, we had standards when people did stuff that was bad they resigned they didn't they didn't make excuses if they were going to pray about something or do this they did that but then they resigned they apologized to the constituency right. they apologized right. to the people involved uh but once they got uh well the same thing you know trump said when he was in waco kicking off his his big campaign you know, I mean, he's just reiterating his mantra that he is uh, the vengeance and the this and the that and the hero of, you know, people that want to view themselves as being marginalized, which, again, is another concern. You know, we've we've certainly had groups that have been marginalized, but it needs to be something that people 
work past and work through and that they, you know, that they don't, you know, they're aware, you know, they try to work past the idea of why did this happen to me and, and, and focus on what can I learn from this? What considerations can I make? And, and awareness can I have that the people that did this facilitated this situation to me or against me were not capable of making. And, and that's my big concern for friends of mine on the left who, you know, used to be, you know, we, you know, when civil rights, the whole thing about civil rights and unity that happened in the sixties was about people coming together and being together, not people resegregating. Um, and, and, you know, if, if the worst thing people, you know, militant right-wing people want is to segregate to otherize, to do all this. It's tough when, you know, people on the left are feeding into that, you know, and, and, and trying to die on a hill of that their points of view are unchallengeable because they're slamming their Uno card of victimization on the table, which is exactly what now the militant nonsense people on the right have been have felt empowered through Trump to do. And that's unfortunately the wing taken over the party. And if they wanted people to ever be able to take conservatism or Ronald and this, what is that? And what does it small government mean? I think we talked about this the other day when they talk about that. I haven't heard it lately, specifically the phrase being, you know, I guess maybe they talked about it more with the Supreme court, but being a, originalist, a constitutional originalist. Well, that's nonsense, because if you're a constitutional originalist, originalist, you don't believe in freedom for all. You don't believe in equality for all, because people that are constitutional originalists believe in the three-fifths clause. They believe that all people are not created equal. So they well, can't... They, they, they certainly yeah, have to uh, sidestep that when they say, I'm a constitutionalist. Again, it is with caveats. It it is with uh, the fact that this country was founded on the notion, and right from the beginning, it was on shaky ground, and it it simply will never recover from the fact that we thought that all men were created equal was a good thing to put on paper when it literally was about as uh, limited of equality as at any time in history. I'm sure there are, you, you look back at, at uh, Genghis Khan and, and his greater family certainly were, were limiting the rights of everybody else. Um, that's in my opinion from this, this experiment in government ever we ended up uh just barely rape murder and pillage which we didn't top that there was still plenty of rape murder and pillage but you know at the same time, the same that's, time how that's how every nation was built.
Well, we we spoke briefly yesterday off air, obviously, uh, but about a uh, friend of mine who has a you know has a certain set of religious beliefs that involve not celebrating traditional American, well, finger quotes, traditional American holidays, right? And having to deal with um, again, people who claim that they want freedom and claim that they want this, but then have wrapped uh, the idea of religion in so deeply with firearms, violence, patriotism, and certainly, you know, when you're throwing off the chains of oppression, which is not what is factually happening with people on the right today who claim to need assault weapons or assault style weapons or this or that. Um, But, uh, but yeah, but just, but just goes back to there's, there's not, Yeah, unfortunately, uh, and I and I hope and I think people on the left do it less, but I but I but it's it's concerning in general because I feel like it's part of the red flag about a lowering of uh, educational standards in America. Uh, the folks on the right do it, where they just want to weave all these things together that don't belong together. Um, so. It is uh, it is interesting that we always say that it's less so on the left when it comes to abhorrent behavior. Uh, how do we get how do how do we set a standard that is that rises above the concept of good enough? Well, that's, you know, I mean, I've always been a big proponent of, of uh, civic engagement in, in schools, but that's, that's half the, if you're going to ignore half of American history, you're going to ignore the motivating factors and examples of when we did not, when there previously had not been proactive civic community, you know, engagement from, from all people, but especially in this case, students and young people. Um, but that's the issue with, DeSantis and, and all these people uh, that want to remove, which I was, I wouldn't say I laugh my ass off because it's nonsense. And if you couldn't laugh about it, you would just, it would just, the nicest thing you can do is laugh about it. But, you know, I mean, basically, the best example would be, you know, old, old, angry white grandparents and right-wing people want to take, you know, they want to take critical race theory or in general, just non-Caucasian history out of the classroom. And they don't want you to know about when, uh, in this case, African-American teenagers were protesting, spit on and had rocks thrown at them when they were 
bust into white schools because the people doing the legislations are the ones who were in high school who were spitting on them and throwing rocks right. at them or it was there. So they very much are. You hear me say this all the time. I knew these people for what they were when I was a child. It affected my ability to form friendships because I would look at the parents of these kids, my my peers growing up, and they were these people. They they were the ones that would look at a child and say, I'm a mean son of a bitch and I'll beat your ass. They were the the kind of people that say, if you can't see it, it's not real. And, and literally using invisible air to make those sounds to vocalize such sentiment. And it, I didn't want to be around that. Uh, it, it, it was difficult finding real friends within my born into culture. And I didn't, it, it, it wasn't a compromise that I was willing to make even as a child. I mean, I would hang out and there would be a friendship of, of, of sorts for a year or two, but it wasn't sustainable. I don't have any friends from my childhood and there's people I still know but there's nothing shared they're certainly not friends like I would consider you or the people we hang out with within our uh, common interest yeah well that goes back to I think you mentioned it I know we talked about it last week people always say well, people don't always say it, but for the purposes of this conversation, it comes up a lot. A lot all them people live at the in California or wherever, you know, quite all the left-wing people, and I wouldn't say we're figuring what's left-wing people. We just happen to disagree with certain aspects of the cultures we grew up in. Um, and it's because, yeah, all those people live on the, in the move to California or move to this, move to that, because they were harassed and bullied. Right. And they didn't want to be harassed and bullied. And so they moved. And so some of us didn't have the opportunity to move. And so we were fortunate, you know, you and I and our people in our circle of friends, we were fortunate that we um, found each other and, and became friends later in life. Um, and so, you know, there's little clusters of, but I think that's the other thing that artists and, and creators, generally speaking, um, in order to, you know, we're, we're, you know, I mean, I guess just being an empath in general is not, not on purpose, you know, and maybe if life would probably be a lot easier if we didn't, you know, feel, feel, feel people's pain when we didn't want to, and we probably, probably would be easier to drop the hammer on an asshole if we, didn't i don't know if it's in my case being a gemini or what being the empath or just that you know i mean when you're used to, when you've spent you spent your education in your life you know deconstructing scripts and um always seeking to understand you can't 
you know, when you got to deal with people that are superficially rotten, hateful, evil, well, they're also giving you all the red flags about a, a traumatic childhood fil filled with abuse. You know, and so you well, just try to take that into consideration that maybe nobody was kind to them and that you could be the person to show them kindness that they never. I think that ties up the the what what I said about and what you said about uh the left being less evil uh certainly what's happening to conservative children is the end of empathy with whatever context they had with with empathy as children is beaten out of them whether it's physically it's certainly verbally uh, their peer group being a hive mind just can't tolerate empathy and it shows it, it is one of the the precursors to decency is the ability to have empathy to me sympathy is a greeting card empathy is a hug and and not that a hug is uh, implies any greater caring, but that hug I'm talking about is because you feel the pain of the person. You feel what they're going through. To me, sympathy is, oh, I feel bad. Let me say, bless your heart. Whereas empathy is, I feel that you feel bad. I feel your pain and a desire to help. Which, you know, that, that guy that hung out a couple thousand years ago, it always seemed that that was his message that is completely ignored by the people on the right. I don't understand why they even idolize that guy. He is socialist a homeless brown-skinned socialist yes he's everything they hate well except he did he did hang out with you know what we would what we would today called sex workers and uh drug addicts the stormy um, daniels of of that time right so i think that's that that might be as close as they could compare I'm reading uh, here, their, uh, their Dallas police refused to open a case for a child who went missing after using the restroom at a Mavericks game, citing Texas code dictating missing juveniles are investigated as runaways unless there are circumstances which appear, and but that cuts off and I haven't dug any deeper, but the response being, if your daughter is kidnapped in Texas, tell the police you're reporting her for seeking a, an abortion. Then they'll bother. Then they're going to find your kid. Yeah. They must be a trip living in Texas. I mean, how does Austin survive? Wouldn't it? Seems like, I mean, I know plate tectonics are involved globally, but wouldn't that much liberalism concentrated in one area also, like, wouldn't it just kind of drift out of, borders of texas over time 
like 20, 30 years seems long enough. How how do the how do they stay in Texas and and not be utter scum? Well, in all fairness, in the red in the red parts of most states, twenty or thirty years is uh, you know a, several generations of a family. Um, so I don't know. Fourteen don't at know. last count. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. That number was just too large to uh, factor in in any kind of logical way. Yeah, it's well, I'm bad at math. Famously, famously, famously bad at math. It's it's a weird. Well, that's I mean, that's the thing that I never I mean, it's and obviously, yes, it's hypocrisy or but also a part of it. You just think if people have been and it's not an excuse and it's not a free pass. But. A lot of the people that frustrate us today are people who have been shit on and shamed multi-generationally, and it is post-Civil War Confederate self-hate and guilt, um, which is not an excuse to continue the cycle of ignorance and violence and hate and whatnot. But literally it's, you know, that's what it is. I, there was some, uh, some social media post I shared a few days ago. And of course it was, you know, orange goblin this and his supporters, this, and they're going to take up arms and all this. And I just, you know, and I just wrote something on there about, why do they think the result's going to be any different than when their great granddaddy's lost in 18, in the 1860s? Like it's not, you know, um, it's, but it's, but it's tough. Cause you want to, again, the, you know, being an empath, you want to be able to help people find a better. Cause you, cause you just, uh, the, the, the emotional stink coming off of them of just generations of hate and, and, shaming them you know that's that big picture is not their fault but did we ever talk about epigenetics i've got a book i know a guy who's a who has a is a doctor and i don't we get into this later but basically and i guess it's a similar thing that's sort of been explored in marvel films but and this is a broad stroke description but basically you know within your coded within your dna uh got it I'll try not to use a lot of F words also in this, just for this quick segue. I saw somebody you and I both know who posted that whole thing that all the, you know, people on the right have such a hard on about, you know, in the last few days. And it's that, that it's not a meme, but it's uh, just, a, yeah, well, I guess it would be because it's words on a picture, but it's, um, you know, ain't nobody who didn't get the shots upset about it now. Ha ha. You know, and, uh, I just thought, you know, like I've, you know, I've, I've been around these people and I've seen them eat and they, there's so many chemicals and garbage in the food they put in their body. So please don't tell me that you've, that you have, you were scared of, you, you know, and, and then she wrote all this stuff about it's coded genetic modifications and all this. And I, you know, I'm like, well, your DNA changes every day. 
you know, was it what what did we say the other day with between 80, 80, yeah, that, 80 days that, or whatever, your all the cells in your body regenerate. So it's so your body's it's happening every day. Um uh oh, but epigen oh, but basically the idea of that your family's multi-generation emotional trauma is coded within your DNA. So if, you know, there's multiple generations of abusive alcoholics in the family, that fear and guilt and self-hate and shame, there are, there is genetic, the idea that there is genetic sequencing um, in your, in your body from conception or birth or whatever you want to call it. So there is a genetic predisposition to be that way. And then also, like, what are, what are the healing factors to help cycle that out of your, out of your being? Um, but I think that's the problem with all the, you know, the, the militant people on the right is that it's just multi-generations of hate and guilt and, and shaming. And so that it's what other position would they take? when there's multiple generations of hate and shaming, uh, which again is not an excuse because as, as they would themselves say, well, do something about it if you don't like it, which is the reason they get mad when all the, you know, most of the servers quit working in restaurants because they kept telling them if you don't like it, quit. And then they did. Um, yeah. That simple math really does boggle their brain. Doesn't it? I, I look at what you're saying and I wonder us as a nation still being such a young country compared to the rest of the world. Um, you know, it, it, in Europe, you have towns that speak different languages and America is so vast and diverse. Is it impossible that the American dream of a melting pot, can be realized without the dissension that that we're currently at and the rest of the world uh, has already lived through time and time again. This is just an iteration for us. It may improve. It seems like we look back a few decades and the potential for uh, a better society was there and it devolved. Can we escape that? How do we escape that? You, you look at what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, you know, uh, Kiev was a bustling mega city back when Moscow was dirt huts. How can Moscow lay claim over a, a older, more historic city than their own. It, it, I think that humans are a low-level species, and we act like we all that. Well, yeah, 100%. Well, cause yeah, we, we still have to eat food and poop it out and pee. Were we really that evolved? 
Well, we, I'm sure we're not because people like me still cringe when people say that. Um, but, I, but I think the, the, the melting pot thing, and I don't know if you, because I know we, we reference pop culture things a lot. And, and you mentioned, that, you know, America's a melting pot. I think maybe Gangs of New York put, put some emphasis on this. Right. Uh, or would show it, or maybe it's just Martin Scorsese has his kind of finger on the pulse about it. But because um, he mentions it again in, um, at the beginning of The Departed. But I think as America cycles through generations, and unfortunately that's one reason why America's got such a hard-on about war, is that America, unfortunately, is always, you know, looking who, who's the new enemy, who's somebody we can hate now, um, you know, and then we'll say, oh, we're praying for our people that we're using as instruments of death. Um, but, you know, that was the big hook with uh, uh, John Kennedy, while I, while I walk softly, uh, the big hook with John Kennedy you know, was that he, he was, you know, obviously the first Catholic uh, U.S. president and also the first, uh, you know, expressly uh, Irish uh, U.S. president. Um, because, you know, from the time the Irish, you know, had, 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 were, were coming over here, you know, until, until people figured out a new way to hate uh, non-Caucasians. Well, they, they, they didn't consider Irish people to be Caucasian. You know, That's true. And, and so literally it was, and that was the big deal about Kennedy becoming elected, was that they, you know, similarly to when uh, Obama became president, was look at this, look at this person who is the first representation of as close to mainstream success as uh as we can have in in american culture because you know literally you know until angry militant right-wing people were able to start refocusing their hate um on african americans they were directing it towards the irish especially in that period after you know the 1860s after the after the war i, I mean on a more national level because obviously there was still plenty of hate during reconstruction but I, you know that's that's also again when a lot of this confederate uh guilt thing rolled up uh when you know yankees slash carpetbaggers uh you know moved down to the south and people who had which is always funny that for all the people that scream about wanting freedom and all this you know that what they what they're really talking about craving is to be serfs and peasants in in you know a, a royal society, uh, which again is why they pledge their um, pledge pledge their allegiance to people that they think that God's appointed and and all this. Um, Man, the Charlotte Observer, sorry, the Charlotte Observer is making a lot of news, national news. Uh, uh, it flashed up on the TV. Uh, but yeah, somebody, one of the state legislators, I don't want to completely drop this, but just as a segue, 
inadvertent segue. Uh, let me Google this to use, uh, find some appropriate uh, data. Um, that I look like somebody in the state uh, legislature is trying to lower the uh, lower the the uh, legal drinking limit, uh, you know, breathalyzer test limit in the state of North Carolina. To, to lower the drinking limit. Lower the what what constitutes? Okay, so re, North Carolina representative. And I'll find out what district he's from. Mike Clampett. I can't believe this is. I mean, this is this is all real. Y'all. Well, we know why he's bitter. He got yeah, left behind. He did well, but he is part of a party that. Uh, well, let me make sure. Let me make sure of this before I make this joke. Uh, anyway, but yeah, just, you know, insert punchline about it's not just from the ground comes the bubbling crude. Um, but, uh, yeah, to, to <laughs> knock it down from, uh, oh yeah, no, no, he's the, it's the party of crudeness. Um, just wanted to confirm that before, uh, where is, this is fascinating. We're Swain County. Bryson City is Swain County. Okay. All right. Um, is that uh in in the mountains? I think it's about as far west as you can go. I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, I, mean, I know they have. Uh, I mean, I'm sure if, if there's a National Guard armory in a town, I've, I'm sure I've gotten hit with a chair there at some point in my life. We should just uh, so refer to them all as leftists. I should. I should. Well, have you ever? Have you ever? Uh, seen or heard anything about the this is i mean this is i i think the west wing is the first time i ever saw this and it's real ish um i mean real ish meaning it's real but you know ish um cartographers for equality right yeah yeah and they think that maps maps have led to uh the way maps are shaped and countries are Put on maps, obviously, because certain maps, you know, obviously, is it Marcator or whichever one? Some of them don't don't proportionally show the right sizes of countries and continents, and so that that's the idea that that's led to imperialist views and violence and racism and death and murder and, and whatnot. Um, There's an entire subreddit dedicated to maps that don't show New Zealand. Well, I mean, you can't you can't shame hobbits like that, right? Have you ever thought like Russell Crowe is a fascinating guy, but his family, you ever like families because his family had done this, where like they you, people that move to or from Australia to New Zealand, like, and the weird huge cultural divide and snarkiness that they would have towards each other. Oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, because that's like people who, you know, I mean, I know in Winston or, or uh, places, places in the south, we'll say places in the southeast, where towns might be five minutes away from each other. But there's this huge, people have a genuine, like, chip on their shoulder resentment 
and dislike of of that town or they think you know like they have such just nonsense you know again because americans are you know we always want to otherize people and and uh try to try to you know who the next enemy is well i've I've actually seen someone from kernersville just Mm -hmm. another person that lived just a couple of miles away in walker town and their whole dynamic was how the person from Kernsville was the top dog, and and it it, it was uh, it it made me cry inside that they were able to procreate. Well, that's very right wing of you to say that. I'm kidding, but uh, but uh, well, the tent, well. If, God, Kernersville. I used to like Kernersville a lot. I mean, there's still there's still a lot of nice people there, but I don't uh, I don't know if you ever have to deal with uh, planning departments or permitting people. It's uh, you know when they're the ones who didn't show up and do an inspection of a building for five to ten years. I would not say it's a building owner's fault when the city's the person that's supposed to come in and do the do the do the perm do uh, do inspections. I think, but. Uh, Oh, I'm fascinated. I haven't watched it yet because I was because we were both busy all weekend. Uh, but I guess uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the uh, talk um, about Leslie Stahl interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I haven't watched yet, but I'd be fascinated. I feel like it might make me nauseous or make me concerned about uh, other people. I have concerns health. over over journalism when someone with that kind of name is given a puff piece to such a horrid, worthless, vile, subhuman piece of garbage like Marjorie Taylor Trader Green, which, I mean, when is she going to change her last name? The poor man that married her, he could be, you know, the worst human being on earth. And since she is subhuman, she would be worse. But good on him for getting out. Uh, I probably would not mourn any ill fate for those people. But uh, still, a little little shout out to him escaping that. Ugh. He's not anyway. the one uh he's not the one that uh impregnated uh Lauren Bobert's daughter, is he? Praise the Lord, that's the Lord's will that her fifteen year old daughter's pregnant and gonna have a baby. But uh so we all need to celebrate that. But um uh Oh, you're gonna see more of that, man. And we're that that's a whole episode in itself. The fact that uh that demographic is not reproducing at a sustainable rate. One of, I think one of the, the points of all of their laws is the fact that the white race is going extinct and it's going to take a while, but it is absolutely not a sustainable uh, physical trait at the current birth rates. And I, I think a lot of what you're seeing 
that's one of the factors that motivates a lot of people. And you're going to see the that that's why Tennessee got rid of the the age limit on marriage. Uh, it is it's only about more white girls having more white babies. And I got a news flash for them. Um, that's not going to work. But they're stupid anyway. So they're going to do whatever allows them to uh, violate other people, especially those that are weaker. Well, I think at the end of the day, it's a pretty pretty clear indicator that they're the people with that mindset are the weakest weakest people of all. But um, did she take up powerlifting? Because her neck looked really thick, really thick in that interview. I don't know if it's, you know, maybe, I don't know what it could be. She just looked like her neck was a lot thicker than maybe it had to be. I don't know. If, oh, you know what? It's weird. Maybe they may, God, she's got, her arms are getting bigger. Her neck's getting bigger. Her, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's just unflattering photography. I think, uh, uh, I think honest to God, I'm looking at this nor they're putting up normal pictures over here and it looks like they really went out of their way to flatter her on the, uh, flatter her appearance on that interview, which I guess you'd have to, you know, just to make it tolerable versus the things that were coming out of her mouth. But have you ever thought, uh, I mean, obviously life was seated here on this planet somehow from somewhere else in the galaxy, which of course would involve, you know, some kind of space travel. But I, I'm, I'm, isn't it interesting we've gotten to the point now where just saying it was aliens is the most logical non, I don't say batshit crazy, but that it's the most logical thing to, that would come out of someone's mouth from, from, from the other side of the aisle, which obviously, I mean, life, clearly life exists expansively throughout the universe just because humans haven't made a substantial contact means nothing or acknowledge that there's been any contact. But uh, isn't it funny that the idea that, that literally if they said, Oh, it's, it's aliens or slash lizard people, that would be the most normal sounding thing that would come out of their mouth. That's a fascinating well, place to be in history. It, it, it makes a lot more sense than uh, naturally evolving humans being being like uh, conservatives are well but they don't I, believe they don't believe in in in, evol in the things evolved you know they think it's always been the way it is for four thousand years it uh it, yeah I, I i love the idea that aliens seeded this planet and that they're going to come back and visit I hope it's soon. I'm fine with that. Well, it's, and, you know, you see, God, stuff like this. It's like we have to, we have to work together towards a better future together where people are not, you know, think that, think that bigotry and hatred and racism and slavery are acceptable things per their, per their religious beliefs. Otherwise, the best thing that could happen would be that aliens wipe out life on this planet, preferably something fast. So, you know, oh, you're talking about wiping out life on this planet. 
man. No, I'm no, I'm saying, I'm favor. saying, if I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not in favor. I mean, I, I would prefer not. But if yeah, but come on, man, you made it to it, the end. Everyone, everyone dies. All right, <clears throat> but, but life goes all, on. Not all men truly live. Yes, yes, yes. Life, life goes on after you die at the, in our current situation. I mean, you know, you make it to the end. What, what have you got to bitch about? Well, all these Karens find something. No, they die too. Well, but I also, I would not want to spend an eternity with them. I mean, hopefully. If, well, if, luckily for you, I got some good news on that front. Um, I'm looking at a map here that in all the red states, in the yeah. red regions of the nation, life expect expectancy is 66.8 years. And in all the blue regions, life expect uh, expectancy is 86.8 years. I need some freaking water. Um, <clears throat> 20 years difference. 20 years between cultural identities. Well, it's so strange. You would think that's, God, you know, that's, that's the strangest thing also. You think people who rant and rave about uh, paradise and the eternity and I mean, among other inconsistencies that they, they, they verbalize on a frequent basis. Um, you know, again, I heard somebody say the other day something about, oh, a new body, a new this, a new that, perfectly healthy. And I thought, well, for spiritual beings, why would you need a physical body in this alternative paradise? And number two, I was just reminded again, uh, I think about it frequently, but I obviously during, you know, the, the show that I was thinking, um again it's a red flag that people have brain damage but what's the value in racism if you if you genuinely believe the you know religious things if you truly believe well they don't man. In, they well, don't, they don't. i know i know but if you do right, buddy we we're going to wrap that up cuz that is a perfect ending in the fact that they just they don't buy their own bullshit they don't buy anyone else's bullshit. If it feeds their narrative, they're all with it. But uh, I don't ask me about is, spacesuits tomorrow. Ask me about spacesuits. I am going to ask you about spacesuits tomorrow. Right on, right on. Have a great I day. Do as I'm told. You too, man. Later. All right. See you.